G'day, champions. Welcome to another installment of life. Hope you're great. So continuing on with my whiteboard lessons series, I think this is number six. So if uh, you haven't heard any of these, the idea is I'm just sharing with you some of the posts that I have put up over the last six years on my Instagram page, a thought, an insight, an idea, and then unpacking it a little bit with you. If you don't follow me on Instagram, feel free because uh, it's free, of course, at Whiteboard Lessons. There's about six years worth of stuff and about 5,000 posts and there's enough to keep you busy there. But quite a while, if you want a little bit of inspo or edge Um <laughs> All right, here we go. Number one, ironically, people who feel like they don't fit in, don't belong, and are different are in the majority. So the good news is you're not weird, but the bad news is you're common. And the reason that I wrote that a bit tongue-in-cheek, obviously, is that so many of us feel like we are the weirdest person in the room. And it's it's interesting that you can literally have, you know, 20 people in a room who all think potentially could all think they are the weirdest, they are the strangest. Um, and that's kind of that self-talk that fuck, if anybody knew what goes on in my head, if anyone knew how I think, if, if anybody knew my deepest, darkest secrets, if everybody, if anybody knew how I really felt about this or, and, and, you know, but it's common, it's common. I've felt for a lot of my life, like I don't fit in and, you know, there's this ability that we can have to separate what I feel with what I know. I've I've felt like an imposter a lot. I've felt not good enough. I've felt self-doubt. I've felt like a fraud. I've felt all of these things in my life while simultaneously being in the public eye doing things that would seem to be inconsistent with the feeling. So we humans have a capacity to be able to simultaneously feel not good enough while knowing intellectually that we are. But nonetheless, you know, even though I've done some cool things and written books and traveled around the world and spoken in multiple countries and worked on telly and radio and done lots of really cool thing, which you think, wow, fuck, that would definitely make him very confident and very calm under pressure. And well, sometimes, sometimes I'm a fucking train wreck. And it's not because I'm bad or flawed or broken, just like you're not. It's because I'm human. It's human. So that that if you are the person who feels not good enough, if you are the person who feels insecure, if you are the person who feels like the biggest weirdo in the room, and if people knew what you really thought or what you're really like or how all that weird, those idiosyncrasies that you have, that weird shit that you do when no one's looking, normal, dude, normal. Weirdly normal and uh you know it's okay it's okay we're all weirdos on some level and that's what makes it normal all right next one here we go this is a bit profound you are not a size you are not a shape you are not a number you are not an appearance image skill brand results title role bank balance career achievement or an opinion you are the energy, consciousness, and awareness that understands what you're not. This is deep. This is around identity. This is around the self. This is around who I am beyond who I think I am. This is the separating of the how I see me and how I am. 
how others see me and how I am, where I get my sense of self and self-worth and identity from. For a very long time, I thought I was a body because I identified with my body. If my body was better, I thought I was better. I got my sense of self and self-worth and self-esteem from how good I looked or how good I thought I looked because, of course, I was driven by ego and fear and self-doubt and I was wildly insecure and all of those things. But for a very long time, I mistakenly thought that who I was was a combination of variables ranging from my bank balance to what people thought of me, how much they liked me, what my weight was, what my appearance was, what my results were. But the truth is, it didn't really matter for me what I did or what I created or what I changed to a point. Quite often in the middle of what would seem to be that external picture of success, wow, Craig's doing well, he's He's achieving that and he's driving that or living there or he looks like that or or he's working on the radio. He's got his own, you know, all this stuff where people may have thought on some level I'm doing well in the middle of all of that. I was like a lost little boy because I didn't know who I really was. And so the who you really are, that's the best question. That's the best journey to take. Trying to figure out who you are beyond the programming trying to figure out who you are beyond the stories of others and even the stories of yourself. I'm a piece of shit. I'm this. I'm no good. I could never do that. I'm all that self-limiting stuff. Getting to know the self. It's probably our biggest challenge on a level. All right, let's do one more. Sometimes the solution is not to learn something new, which might empower us, but rather to unlearn something old, which has disempowered us. How many things have you learned in inverted commas or come to believe are true, which you eventually learned that they're not true or they're flawed, or in fact, that ideology or that thinking of yours or that belief of yours was actually a hindrance to your own potential, a hindrance to your own growth, a hindrance to your own possibilities and happiness. So, there have been many times in my life when I have had to unlearn certain things that I learned either intentionally or unintentionally. In fact, most of what inhabits our brain in terms of thinking and stories and beliefs and philosophy and outlook and perspective, most of that stuff is just a byproduct of where we've been and what we've seen and what we've been through. Think about your beliefs. Most of your beliefs are just there. You didn't choose them. Your beliefs are just a byproduct of something. And maybe your beliefs are true or maybe they're flawed or maybe they're a bit true and a bit flawed. And maybe they serve you well or maybe they sabotage you. Maybe they empower you and make your life better or maybe they make your life worse. Or maybe those beliefs come out of fear. Or maybe they come out of erroneous assumptions or programming that that you were in the middle of as a child. But the reality is that what we often need to do is not learn another thing, but rather unlearn, deprogram, scrub the cognitive hard drive of that thing that we learned in inverted commas that either one is untrue 
Two, is disempowering. Three, doesn't serve us. And potentially four, is fucking up our life in some way. There are many things that I have had to uh, be brave and vulnerable and honest about that I truly thought was true, um, that I've had to question and I've had to be brave enough to acknowledge that I got that wrong, despite the fact that for a very long time I believed it was right. And so, you know, like for me, even something fundamental like me believing that I could never run a business or I could never, oh, here's a very current one for me, I could never do a PhD. I thought, what, like, why? Like, I I had learned that I wasn't academic, in inverted commas. I had learned that I wasn't smart. I had learned that I couldn't be a good student. And so the problem wasn't my potential or my capacity to do a doctorate. The problem was my thinking and my self-limiting beliefs. All right, team. I think that'll do. See you tomorrow.